Wine was ham. This the thick eye bandit repping the motherfucking crew. You are now listening to the motherfucking podcast. You want to be a part of the motherfucking crew? Well, visit our website at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the MFN pod. And make sure you like, download, subscribe, and share our content at Linktree. Because the word motherfucker is a noun. It describes a person, place, or thing. Welcome to episode 24, season 2 of the motherfucking podcast, you heard? I'm your host, the Thick Eye Bandit, now kicking it to my road dog, representing the 985 and the 225, EJ, the motherfucking DJ. Yes, sir. What it do, boy? Man, I can't call it. What up, big dog? Hey, now I'm passing it along to my dog from cruising down the street, real slow, what the f*** are they yelling? Marrero, give it up for the Chateau Ames own Tito, tell them what your name is. Tito Santana Miguel Amigas the third. you heard me? Hey, now, passing it along to my dog, also from the 504, representing the West Bank, now residing in somewhere in parts unknown on the West Bank. Only three people know, and I think two of them have Trump flags. Give it up for the Bros Club Bumble Club Beanie Man, you know. Mr. Headquarters, what it up, big dope? Bumble Club, you heard? That's true. <laughs> That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. So, <laughs> show on the road. Let's go. <laughs> hey, man, listen, listen, listen. Be proud. Yeah, Be proud. But anyway, uh, I know you ain't talking. Hey, cause I ain't did nothing. Yep. I ain't did nothing. I didn't do nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, did nothing. I can't never Gosh. talk no more shit about my. No, sir. This nigga then moving into. I didn't say nothing. To the to the to the next not, level of the east side. This is not yeah, what this is on about. Up. This is not what this is about. <laughs> This is not what this is about. He didn't scoop up what this is about. Weezy, come on, let's go, girl. This is not what this is about. I did not, this is, we're not using this. We're going into the big house. We're not using this at all. This is not going to be a part of this episode, Mean Gene. This is not happening. Big house. We're not doing that. Not the king, not this brother. We're not doing that. No, sir, read Bob. You know, got the gold road. Let's go. <laughs> this is not what this is about, me, Gene. Man, we look, ain't doing that. Look, by the way, you know you already know what it is. It's the motherfucking pod. Make sure you check us out on both our websites. Spell it. Link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the motherfucking pod. And... Also, make sure you check us out on Podbean. That's Podbean, the motherfucking pod dot podbean.com. And make sure you rate, rate this motherfucking. With a T. With a T. 
rate this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> rate this podcast.com forward slash the motherfucking pod. Where's so make Jeff sure education. No, 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 no. I'm just this clarifying. Clarifying. Rate. R-A-T-E. I don't want nobody to get confused. To be clear. We're keeping it clear. <laughs> We had some mishaps in the past, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Who's missing the tennis show? That shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he makes sure he pronounces that motherfucking T word. Can- cancel culture is real thing, so we just want to make sure we enunciate. Now, yeah, coming from the West Bank, it's hard to do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we from the South. Fuck. That is rate R A T E. Let's also make sure we uh, represent our, our two sponsors. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know who we got. Say, man, if your beard is coming in and y'all need some product, listen, you don't want to be dry like headquarters face. You want to be nice and smooth. So what you want to do is you want to hit up my homeboy, Uncle Malik, at rustbeardgrooming.com for your beard products. Man, we have everything. He has oils. He has beard balms. He has beard washes. He also has lip balms for those old crusty-ass, dry-ass, backwoods, blunt-smoked lips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to make sure everybody's stuff tight nowadays. So make sure you got your beard if you if you rocking hair on your face of any type. It could be a goatee, mustache. It could be a soul patch. Hey, it could be a full-on beard. What so, about the flavor saver? Hey, if you got the flavor saver, hey, make sure you save that flavor and you make sure you save that facial hair by using Russ Beard Grooming, official sponsor of the motherfucking podcast, episode 24. And also, Mr. Headquarters, we want to talk about who our next sponsor is. Right. So also, we are also sponsored by Cultured Crew. Cultured Crew coming soon this summertime. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make sure they have a nice collection of watches and watch accessories. So stay tuned to more details by checking out IG and social media accounts at Culture Crew on IG. So make sure y'all check us out on that. It's coming, bitches. Episode 24 of the motherfucking podcast. Right, right. We got EJ the DJ in the house. We got Tito Jones in the house. Yes, sir. We got headquarters in the house. We got Thick Eye Bandit in the house. Fellas. Y'all ready for tonight? How was y'all day today, man? Let's let, let's get it going. EJ, what's popping, man? How you feeling today, baby? I ain't got no complaints. I ain't got no complaints. God is good all the time. All, the, all the time. time. God is good. Amen, brother. I ain't trying to push I didn't you. shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Lord, don't shoot you. <laughs> oh, no, I ain't said <laughs> All I said was just a normal phrase that church people say in this boy to get the holy. Shut up. What the, what the hell going on? He, he, what? Two or more gathered, he is in the midst. That is true. So that is true. You summoned the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did. To come on in. Yeah. And he caught the spirit. But that Higgins education came out. You noticed that, right? Uh, <laughs> no, don't hear me. We can't help that man's education. That, that is in the past. The Higgins education really did come out in case y'all didn't catch that. <laughs> Tito, I. How your day was it, David? My day was very productive. I can say that. Um, at work, it was yeah, very solid. Very solid. I enjoyed my day today. What I'm talking about? What about you guys? Headquarters. How was your day today? My day was alright. You know, despite uh, my dog throwing up everywhere and shit. Uh, oh, old, no. old biscuit. 
Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> that's Tito Jones. <laughs> As that motherfucker throwing up every goddamn well and dealing with that, oh, nah. that sick ass motherfucker. Uh, Dave's good. He ain't got black armor or nothing, huh? I don't oh know, my goodness, bro! Stop! It's, it is a two-tone dog. It's like, like Cobra. <laughs> Man, I had a regular ass day. Yeah, it. just just a just a spent money. Basically, <laughs> just a regular ass day. Well, let's just say this: he spent money day. and he made money. How about that? So you broke even today? No, I did a little bit better than broke even, but it ain't about that. Mm-hmm. Just a regular ass day. Just like you know, you just had a. A day where just nothing too high, nothing too low, just a normal, simple fucking day. It was a great day. I can't even lie. And you know what the cap it off is? What's the that? cap off is I get to kick it with my dogs tonight, episode right, 24 right, right. here on the motherfucking podcast. But fellas, we got some shit to talk about tonight, man. We do. Hey, man. So I don't know if everybody knows what's, what's uh, being said lately in the media about... Uh, uh, a very famous uh, New Orleanian, a very famous rapper, a very famous business tycoon, uh, Master P. Headquarters. Master P, in your eyes, would you consider him a mogul when it comes to the industry of hip-hop entertainment, but also a business mogul? Absolutely. Yeah, Master P is definitely a, a, a great entrepreneur, first off. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for what he from what he came from coming out the Calio, you know what I'm saying? The man has did a lot. He's done a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's brought up people a lot of people out from New Orleans. You know, he's just done a, a tremendous good service to New Orleans. On top of being a great entrepreneur, he's also been killing it, you know, back in the nineties and, and early two thousands in the rap game. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might have heard of No Limit, you know what I'm saying? No Limit was the thing. Back then, before there was cash money, there was no limit tearing it up. But, uh, yeah, Master P has, has done a lot for the city of New Orleans. But recently, some things came up that we just, I felt like I had, had to address. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing P coming on, and I remember seeing uh, the conversation about Clubhouse using black people to uh, promote their business, pretty much. I ain't gonna lie, I thought the same thing. When I saw when I saw Bomani X on that uh, app, I thought it was a black themed app. So I would say I was one of those people that was that bought into the to the hype too. I saw Bomani on the front. I was like, all right, so it's just it's black thing. I, I didn't know nothing about it. I, I remember seeing a lot of buzz about it back last summertime. Probably about about a year ago around this time. But anyway, long story short, Clubhouse got a lot of money to get started as a as a startup company. With his white face. Mm. It's just like any other startup companies, I guess. I mean, if you find the right sponsor, you know, you can get, you can turn your simple idea to, to a million, billion dollar industry, which they already are. They are already a billion dollar app. Um, But the thing that came up was that P was saying the same thing that we was talking about. He was saying, he was calling out a lot of rappers saying, hey, why are you promoting this? You know, why we don't ever really promote black social medias or anything that's really black. Usually when we have a, something that's black theme, we have a hard time kind of getting behind it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of felt that a little bit mm-hmm. starting this podcast too, right? Absolutely. You know, we had a lot of support of people that we didn't know, which is fine. Not everybody is going to agree with what, what you're doing. That's fine. But uh, the thing that kind of kind of came out to me was that P was, was real admin. He was like, hey, 
You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all rappers supposed to be being about everybody else. We get behind something that's black. And I felt that. But then, if y'all remember, we had our conversation about Rouse's on our episode 16, season right. season two, the beginning, when we came back. And we talked about the 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 insurrection or the riot or what the fuck you want to call it. Right? Mm-hmm. And we said our piece on it. Mm-hmm. Right. I still stand by what I say. I right. still say Rouse's knew what they were saying. They knew what they, they knew what they was going on. They knew what they was getting involved in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was in on it. A lot of political uh, politicians, high arcing politicians in that ranking or whatever, whatever. They knew what they was getting into. I still stand by not going to Rouse's. That's just my personal preference. I have the the ability not to go there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that ability. Some people have to go to Rouse's because it's convenient for them. Whatever, whatever. Ain't I'm not. I'm no, not for something nobody. that you strong on. But that's you, something you I stand believe. on. It. Right, right. So, so then it comes out recently that P has aligned with Rouse's um, under a different name to put up stores in the hood throughout New Orleans and a couple other areas, multiple stores. And on the surface, it sounds good to me, but some of it does sound a little wishy-washy to me. And I'll say that because there's a lot of other stores that could have got involved in the community that's black owned that could have deserved, in my opinion, deserved that recognition over Rouse's. We just gave them another one up to them on that side, to the people that don't care about our community, in my opinion. Yeah. And I get it. They say that his dad was is is on his own and he was his own entity. He ain't part of the company. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Cool. Whatever. But what I'm saying now is, on a different side of that narrative, though, we could have put somebody like Wags Food. We put out a list when that shit happened, right? Of a bunch of supermarkets in the area that's black owned that could, in my opinion, that deserve that that opportunity to be able to put their money and put their business up to the forefront that a lot of their counterparts that are different skinned, mm-hmm. they get those easy startup money, that extra hand up. So let's start putting our money, what we always talked about, behind our people, instead of using our people's skin as a positioning tool to make more money. That's how I see it. Okay. How y'all see it? <clears throat> All right. Just say, and I, I understand exactly what you mean, and I agree with what you're saying. I want to look at it from a different light. Okay? Well, before you go to hypothetical, mm-hmm. I want to get y'all opinions first. Right. And then we'll hit that. Right. Whenever we talk about supporting black business, it means that. It means you start an ecosystem and it takes a money exchange, a monetary exchange between hand-to-hand, person-to-person mm-hmm. in order for businesses to grow, right? Yeah. And if you're talking about uh, starting commerce mm-hmm. in, in your community, then what you want to do is you want to seek out those businesses who are looking for opportunities to make that that burst or to make that money where they can uh, grow, expand as a company, and also employ more people, especially within that community, correct? Right. But if a deal has to be struck in outward to another race to secure maybe some bigger opportunities or to create a bridge, would that be necessarily a bad thing? Despite the fact that, yes, Rouse's did do, in our opinion, a horrible thing 
because of who they supported at the time of what Absolutely. happened in our country because that was a travesty because yeah. I know if we were there and it was us, we would be dead. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? 100%. Yeah. 1,000%. So, yeah. so I'm saying this. What if the shoe was on the other foot and the egg on the face isn't pee? What if the egg on the face is for the owner of for after having that type of stance against the country, now all of a sudden having to do business with a black man? What if his, and we don't know for a fact, but according to his circle and according to what we saw that happened at the country, we all know how those people look towards other people, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So. The point part, is, you was there. You, he was there. He was there. Even if you had nothing to do with it or not, you was there. You were there. So what What if? Think about, think about P's background. Think about. Him being a rapper, him being, you know, whatever in the city of New Orleans. And think about how people will look at you and how they will think that you are as that particular person. They will always see you first impressions, last impressions. Mm-hmm. Even though P's been a tremendous, tremendous entrepreneur, business yeah. go-getter, grinder, hustler, a, a multi, 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 multi million dollar mogul. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People still see him for what he did with... Make them say, uh. So what if what if the people at Rouse's are looking like, dang, we got to do business with this person here? You know what I'm saying? Well, I think P for the win well, on that. Here's my, my thing, though. We all know what it is, too. I mean, we saw when his daddy got up on TV after that shit, and he was crying on TV and shit, and was like, hey, you know, you know, that's not us, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they look for the, the most closest thing they got to the hood, with a black face on it. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, okay. Because they ain't putting no regular Jew on there. No. I think here's the problem that we're having, though. I, I've listened and I've heard everybody. So I didn't hear you, but I've heard Almost them too. Almost everybody. Yeah. But here's the problem that we're having. You say you're supporting black-owned business. Then you turn around and deal with a white man. Someone that already that's that's the issue. But I showed his card already. That's that's the yeah, issue. I already right showed his card. But on the flip side to it, I will say this: knowing Master P, are we really that surprised? We mean I'm a the man has always the man has always said from jump, it ain't nothing personal. It's just business. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so. That's are we really that surprised that he would? Yeah, because he's got because the man's got cereal. The man's got stuff. Right, that he's but trying if to the promote, man just right. well, well, think about this, but. Master P himself is a black-owned business, mm-hmm. right? So, Absolutely. So think yeah. about it. So think about this. Yeah. What if that multi-million-dollar come up? That's a think about the avenue that it, it might employ as far as people in that community giving back, giving better cuts of meat, giving better quality foods, non-GMO type foods. Maybe the the health benefits as far as what they're going to allow in their stores, as far as type of. A, a food plus right, the people right. that they're going to yeah. employ. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do like the fact that. Now, I understand it is tied to Rouse's. It is. And we ain't going to make no bones about yeah. it. We know how we feel about Rouse's. That's that's yeah. that's understood. Right. But what I'm saying is, P getting that money grab, and that's another person that's our skin color who has just won. Shouldn't we celebrate the win? Or should we point out the fact and how he did it? To be honest with you, I think that me personally, I think P just playing, he playing chess. It's a chess game for him. Absolutely. Right. You know, so, you Absolutely. Know, 
him him making that move to me that is, I would consider it a power move. One hundred percent. And I I think that he's doing the right thing on my end. But man, it's it's, it's still a shock to me, you know that you know that 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 person did make that move because he was so much of that, you know, support your black, you know, black businesses, support this. And he had more, I, I watch him all the time through um, Instagram. He's always yeah. putting he black people on, on there. Yeah, he's always putting black yeah. people to, you know, to show their new, I mean, to show their new products. And this, remember the dumb, they did just, they went with the pickles, like this fucking crazy ass pickles that they had that, um, that he was eating. He was like, man, this, this shit, I ain't never eaten nothing like this. You know, they had all kind of flavors yeah. of pickles. I'm not, I'm not, I won't make it clear. I'm not, Doubt nothing else that he's done before. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot for the community, right. especially for our black community mm-hmm. too. In New Orleans, but like I said, it's, it's just it, it's just this particular it's just this particular situation just seemed weird to me. It, 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 but it like I said, it comes down to it's like I said earlier. It comes down to public opinion. Some people's gonna think it is a power move, mm-hmm. while others gonna say you pull the bitch move. Yeah. No, let, no, I let me let me let me ask you a question about this. I'm call it a bitch move. Just no, we ain't gonna say that. Just. Fake. I mean, I, 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 no, you know what? I, would, I can't even say fake. I'd be like, damn, man, you know. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. It was, I, but, 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 it was, let money, me, it was money. Money talk more. Right. right. But right. Let, let me ask you this. Right. Do we know the name of the grocery store that's coming out? I can pull it up. All right. Pull it up. So just say, for now, we'll just say the grocery store. Okay. Opens up in these communities, right? Right. What if all of the vendors, mm-hmm. all of the vendors who supply, what if the agreement is just say if Rouse's supplies maybe, and I don't know these official numbers. I'm not. I, I don't know. We use a fake number. Just say, thirty five percent of the vendors at Rouse's are African American. What if this move can get you above that thirty five percent? What if this move is called Gust Grocery? G U S T E. Yeah, Gust Grocery. I guess. What if all of the vendors who supply are one hundred percent black owned? What if every company that's being sold in that store is black owned? Then, then so are we? So yeah, that'd be great, right? So have a, have a have a link to other New Orleans local markets for you know getting that fresh market because there's a lot of fresh market vendors out there. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So what if the move on the surface level from what everybody look might look at it is, oh man, how could he do that? Man, that's messed up. But the business aspect is, okay, I make this move here, but guess what I do for our people on the back end of it? Because nobody knows all of the particulars of the contract. And I will say that. I don't know all the extra particular shit on the back end. Right. That's the I'll say this. That's not a problem. But I'm just saying that it sounds good on the surface, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But if things are, if it's just a regular-ass store with the same pro- produce, as, I mean, regular-ass uh, processed foods, the same things that get pumped into the to our neighborhoods, the the things that we not privy to, that you know in nicer neighborhoods that are predominantly white, mm-hmm. which should be a provided to everybody. Mm-hmm. So if it's not that, then is it a real win? If it's not that, then it, it, it's a money grab. And we don't know what it's gonna be. We don't I know. It. It's not built. I don't yet. see that. I, I don't see that. But like that's why that's I say what? it's the problem because we don't know what's going on on the back end. I think that that's we do, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes to actually verify if this is going to be a win, right? Or if this is going to be a money grab. It's like, kind of like it's kind of like uh, the, the Jay Z and NFL deal, mm-hmm. right? It's similar to that in a way if mm-hmm. you think about it because a lot of people was like Jay Z, why you, you know what I'm saying? Why would you do that? 
A lot of people were saying that. Yeah. But if think about it, let me ask y'all a question. Y'all had the opportunity right now to do business with a a, a non African American company, and it secures you five hundred million dollars. But that's not the that's not the that's no. not the conversation though. Well, it's I mean, the conversation of what they what they have been known for. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think that's what it is. We don't have it's a problem with working of, with white people. Yeah, at yeah, all. that's the thing. We, yeah, or no any other problem with that yeah. part of it. It's more of a, it's more of the actions that took place. You know, right. for you know, for for this conversation to be going on right now. No, well, so uh, I, I think that's what it is more. You know, for us. Right. Whenever it comes to securing a, securing any type of money from right. from from anywhere, securing the bag. You got one. You're gonna secure the bag to keep yourself afloat. One hundred percent. Right. 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 But, like I said, without knowing all the particulars, mm-hmm. just say, hypothetically speaking, if the negative effect goes, just say if Master P, and we all know his subsidiaries of his food, right? You know he got wrap snacks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned earlier he got the pancake mix. He's got the rice. He's got the syrup. Got you know what yeah, I'm he saying? Got a, he got a restaurant on the Roman noodles. He's got Roman noodles. He's got the noodles. He's got, noodles. He's got, he's got rest- noodles coming out. Yeah, he got a... A restaurant on the West Bank too. Yeah, sure. Right. Sure. Got the burger spot on the West yeah. Bank. Yeah. You know what Good I'm saying? Place. So what if what if there's an opportunity and, and just think about that flow? Even if it's not a hundred percent of the vendors that's applying it, right? But it does allow avenues for some of his businesses to kind of go in there and grow. Is that a bad thing when it comes to our community? No. Because another black man has won? So what you're trying to say, we're trying to let's just wait and see if this is going to be a win, like you're saying? I say looking at it from 30,000 feet, absolutely. Right. But if it doesn't pan out that way and it was just a money grab, then everything that was said before was, was for nothing. Was, for, was nothing. for nothing. And guess what? That's another episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll wait. it's a wait and see type of shit. Yeah, that's what we got to do. We have to I just thought it was a good thing to be brought up. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, you're, right. you're right. Because I think it just... I don't know. It just was kind of. I always see a lot of times when, when public figures come out with stuff like that, and everybody just was like, "All right, cool." I just feel like it's a good conversation to have. Yeah, it is. But we'll come back to it. Yeah, but it, it definitely. I'm like say, it, it makes you feel. It does make you feel a certain type of way because you, you don't you don't know what avenue that person is is really gonna go. I mean, is he gonna be on that Lil Wayne aspect of it? You know, you know <laughs> what I, you know what I mean with that Lil Wayne right. aspect of it. Are you gonna be on that Nipsey Hustle type aspect? Right. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference. Yeah. But like I said, it's just the the situation. Like like Mr. Ed Carter was saying, it's just the fact that you say you supporting black owned businesses, then you go out and do this. Yeah. That the initial shock of it, I guess, is to say it's like, okay, what's going on? What's going on behind the scenes? Yeah. Is this really going to be a win or is this going to be all for nothing and this is just a secure the right. bag moment? Based on me, no, right. I mean, based on me seeing how P operates, I'm going to go with the W, bro. And like I said, you got to go back to how P operates. Like like he I said, I'm not really That's surprised. He from New Orleans, bro. Absolutely. I'm not really yeah. surprised that he should do this. Right. 100%. Yeah. Well, that was the main part. He ain't that type of dude, man. He's just not that type of dude. Yeah, well, hey, look. Let's hear from the, we want to hear from y'all. Uh, we we said our piece on it. I right. think right. We want to hear from the audience. You know, what I'm saying let us know. We're gonna put up a post in uh, on IG. Eventually, this shit gonna make it to YouTube. Y'all can make comments on that too. 
So, uh, so just let us know what y'all think. Hit us up the motherfucking pod at T H E M F N P O D. And with that being said, move wow. it along. Good. I was getting ready to, goddammit. No, no. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Now, I was about to say, episode 24 is rolling along. Man, we also have, uh, speaking of uh, black owned businesses, we are joined right now by the owner of the We Can Folk app, Mr. Ernest Manning. You know what I'm saying? Let's welcome him over to the to the stage. You know what I'm saying? We have Thick Eye Bandit alongside with me right now. Um, so, Mr. Ernest Manning, we want to quickly bring you on and, and get your thoughts um, quickly, one, about your business and how has it been uh, um, as far as the, the networking for your business? Got it. Hey, thank you, guys. Once again, Mr. Headquarters, I appreciate this. Um, Thick Eye Bandit, appreciate you guys, man, what you guys are doing. This is excellent, man. So, thank you, guys. Um no Info Grow. Um, it's just um, once again, it's a brand new social media app. We we launched in November of 2020, and um, we've been having a great success. Uh, we got we got our people have been showing up, taking care of business. Um, people have been logging in. You know, it's a big community. We got a lot of people out there supporting each other. Is what we need. You know, what I mean, we need a, we need a community. I tell everybody we needed a space to where we can all galvanize, mobilize in the event. You know what I mean. So with that being said, people are showing up left and right. You know. Um, the networking is going good. I've utilized several different avenues um, in terms, in, including Clubhouse, which I think I um, linked up with you guys on as well. Use Clubhouse. Clubhouse is going good for me as well. You know, I'm using other um, avenues as well, all different types of ads, Facebook, Instagram, you know what I mean? So um, creating all those different things. And a lot of people are reaching out to us and it's really working out. So um, it's, it's going great. It's just like, um, if you haven't been on, it's just like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can do all those things plus much, much more. And the biggest thing about we can focus, we don't have any of those in those algorithms, those black shadow banding or none of that stuff. If you have 100, 1000 users, 1000 followers, you engage with 1000 followers. Whenever you post something, 1000 followers that are following you will see your information. We don't believe in information um, suppression by no means. We're not, um, the reason why other people do it is because they're trying to tap into your pockets. We're not trying to tap into your pockets. If you got it, if you have the ability to draw a thousand people, you should be able to reach those thousand people. So that's what we can focus all about. We're 100% black owned and operated. Um, like I said, you know, with anything, Rome wasn't built in a day. So we're not necessarily where we want to be, but we get in there, you know what I mean? With support, like everybody, like you guys with this, with your podcast, et cetera. Um, getting the word out there, man. We're gonna, we're definitely gonna be um, um, exploding here real soon. And like you said, you're gonna, everybody's gonna be knowing about weekend folk pretty soon. So thank you guys, definitely appreciate it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, we um, we're there. We're on the Google Play Store as well as the App Store. Um, go check us out. Go download it. You can get it to https um, weekendfolk.com. Come check us out. It's a it's a great site. We got all types of stuff on there. You can utilize it for selling your using business. Um, artists can get on there and create fan pages, download their music. We got 1080p um, better than Facebook and all the other places. So when you play your videos, they're gonna it's your videos are gonna be real nice on there. You know what I mean? So your podcast, you put your podcast on there. It's gonna be real nice, guys. We we know we we did it up for you. So it's it's, it's gonna be a, it's a good it's a good tool to, to use, guys. Okay, man. Uh, quick question, Big Ernest. Uh, I know uh, being an entrepreneur is 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 everything that we we talk about. You know, we yeah. talk about starting from the ground up, building building your foundation, and, and 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 putting it all together so that way you don't have to worry about having other people to tell you how to live, 
when yeah. to come to work, when you can go home, spend time with your family, yes, when you can do this, when you can do that. Uh, it, it's all controlled by you and, yeah. and, and, and your forward thinking. What was the motivation for We Can Folk? What was the motivation? What was the thing that wanted you to, to kick this thing off and, and watching this to, to, to the platform where it is now? Hey, you know what? That's a good question. I can give you. And you said one of the things you said was, you know, ownership and, and entrepreneur and going in and clocking in. That was that was that was part of the motivation is the fact that, you know, I worked IT for 20, 20 plus years. And, you know, you always it's not your company. So you're always clocking in with somebody. You're always on somebody's time when you can go to vacation, when you can't. You know, you got to ask somebody when you can go home. You know what I mean? So all of those things are definitely motivating. But the number one motivating factor for me was as a kid, you know, I'm 48 years old. I'm, I'm no young, I'm no youngster. I'm 48 years old. Um, I remember BET, having BET. And just as a young kid, man, that felt good for me. I, don't, I can't tell you for you, but man, for me, it was like, oh man, we got a channel. I stayed on BET. I woke up with BET, man. I went to bed with BET, man. I remember so, Comic View. You know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> so we had something back then, man. And, and of course, you know, it's not ours anymore. But I know IT, so I said, you know what? We have we have social media now, and I don't. And we're not in that space. We we need to be in that space, represented in that space, and we need to be represented in a big way. I want my kids, I want my nieces and nephews, your nieces and nephews, grandparents, everybody to see that. And I want people to know we're smart enough to do this, just like we're doing everything else. We run we run culture. You know what I mean? And for us to be running and, and, and handling culture and not having a say in it, that bothers me. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, man, I wanted to make sure I put it out there. That's why I let people know, man, I'm, I finance this all myself. I don't, I don't need nobody to come in to help me to get it up and running. I did this so that I can maintain control. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know what we need. I know what's needed for our communities, et cetera. And I always like to add this too. We Can Folk was, was designed because I'm a black man and I want it to be in the black culture, but I'm not excluding anybody. That's what I always tell everybody. I don't, I don't exclude nobody. Absolutely. If you want to come to Ken, Kinfolk, you come to Kinfolk. Just because of the name, I had to, I had to talk with someone. They were like, well, why did you name me Kinfolk? I'm like, because I'm black. That's what, that's what we call hey. each other, Kinfolk. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's I right. Said, <laughs> Gary named his show Seinfeld. Nobody got no problem with that. <laughs> Correct. Hey. I, I still watch the show, bro. I still go to Taco Bell, even though it's named Taco Bell. <laughs> They're telling me not to come, you know. So with that being come said, this, this is root, this is rooted in my culture. I want everybody to understand that. But at the same time, we're a loving culture. We want everybody to come in and have a good time on Kinfolk. So that that was that was my biggest motivations right there, bro. Big time. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, just to to let the audience know again, I mean, uh, we had this conversation once again because of the fact of, you know, we we're based out of New Orleans, and we had this conversation about uh, representation. You know, and then working in our community and unity, and uh, in some aspects we feel like that hasn't happened. In some aspects, it has. Um, we want to make sure that at the forefront that there are black social media companies out there. You know, what I'm saying there's not a shortage of them. You just got to go find them. You got to go find them. <laughs> and we have one right now in the building. You know, what I'm saying tech expert live, live. You know, what I'm saying in so the building. Uh, so make sure y'all tap in with We Can Folk, you know what I'm saying, on Google yep. Play, iOS. Yes, check, out the, check out the website, wecanfolk.com. Yes, check sir. in with him, tap in with him, you know what I'm saying, and look for him on Clubhouse as well. You know what I'm saying, he is doing his thing out there. So make sure y'all look for him and be on the lookout too 
for a special feature interview coming soon featuring featuring Ernest Manning, owner of the Weekend Folk app. Thank you again, man. He owned it. The man has got his own money. You guys, man, for what you're doing. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all, man. One love, for real. Thank you again, man. man. Solid, baby. No doubt. Take care. All right, brother. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right. Later. All right. Hey, fellas. Uh, Just recently, some news came out that Coming to America Part 2 is the number one streaming movie. The number one streaming movie out there right now across all platforms. Uh, Listen. We're gonna we're gonna go over this real quick. Going back to the beginning, Tito, I'm gonna kick off with you. Mm-hmm. What was your take on coming to America, the sequel? Man, I, I think I, I think I wound up saying what I what I thought about it. I, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. It had its funny parts up in there. It had its real parts up in there too as well. Um, but yeah, I, I would give it a I would give it I would give it a solid eight. I give it a solid eight. So it was pretty good. There we go. EJ to DJ. You know damn well that's my favorite movie. The original Coming to America. Me and the family watched that movie. I was very impressed. Because there were a lot of scenes where they gave, they paid homage mm-hmm. to the original. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Nah, I can I can sit down and oh, watch yeah. this. I can sit down and watch this. Uh, shout out to Wesley Snipes because he he did yeah. it for me in that movie. I swear, <laughs> hands down, that's the favorite. That was the most favorite actor of that movie, hands down. Um, yeah. He did his thing. He Wesley had Snipes you could tell great. he had fun. He was uh, Leslie Jones did I think too. Bro. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Leslie Jones did I think. Yeah, you could tell um, he was happy to be up. You know, basically, you know, just just be be doing something that he actually loves. You know, I think he missed that. I think you know he really yeah. really missed that that part of it. He had fun. You can see he had fun in this movie. And as far as a grade, what story? <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna go ahead and side with a, the black Mexican over here. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Um, wait, what? I'm a, he, gave, he, gave, he, gave, he didn't give it a low grade eight. Yeah, I ain't give it a low grade eight. I gave it a. I gave it a solid. Give it a solid eight. A solid eight. Solid eight. Okay, solid eight. There you go. Coming to America, the original is still the best, but. The sequel lived up to expectations uh, somewhat, so I'll give it a solid eight. Headquarters. Uh, I think I probably should go last. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If you were looking at this movie, trying to compare it to the original, it's not. No. Don't do it. Absolutely not. But it had its moments. It did. It did. It had its moments. I agree. It had its moments. It had its moments. Your boy on the I know you was laugh, I know you was laughing down pat at the end with your boy came out at the last minute with Say, that bro. song. <laughs> hey dog, listen. You got Randy Watson. Randy Watson. Come That's on out, boy. dog. That's his boy. Finish the movie. Hey, Finish the movie. And dog, and they cheered for him. Oh, they yeah. cheered for him. They oh, yeah. did. Spoiler they alert for all you motherfuckers that care about sports. The old ass man said, Oh hell no. They, they like, he's still living. I thought he was dead. <laughs> if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> that boy good. <laughs> He's still good, damn. Nah, but, but man, that 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 movie, that movie had its moments, though, bro. I it enjoyed did. it. Uh, but remember, it's it, if you're trying to watch it, comparing it to to part one, it, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. By the way, not only Wesley Snipes. Shout out to Eddie Murphy's daughter, though. Yeah, she, she did. She nice did a hell. She did a hell of a job too. Yeah, she did. 
That was a that was a great father and daughter moment. So, what's your grade? What's your grade? What's your grade? What's your grade? Low grade eight? Nah, I ain't gonna go low grade eight. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nah nah. I'm I'm, I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it a seven. Call it a solid seven. 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 Call it a solid seven. Lucky number seven. That's lower than I. I ain't say lucky number seven. I just say solid seven. Solid seven. S-E-M-M-M-7. Here, give them the West Jeff education, Mr. Headquarters. Yeah. So, I think we already talked about this before. Coming to America is my favorite my favorite movie of all time. You know what I'm saying? I like majority of the things that went around this movie. I'm happy that Eddie Murphy was back as Prince Hakeem. Just seeing the character back was... I enjoyed that shit. He had a chick jumping for 30 years. <laughs> on one foot, barking like a dog. And I'm sorry, making a noise like a orangutan. That nigga was for a true 30 king. years. A true king in waiting. Uh, <laughs> had his own money since birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but for real though, I, the man has I, got his own money. I like, I like the movie. For the most part, I was a little let down, and I'm sorry I could not fucking. Not compared to because they didn't make they made sure that you did not forget about that shit mm-hmm. about certain things from the first movie because they brought a lot of shit back. I get it, I understand that, but they also made it a PG thirteen, so then my expectations kind of start to lower a little bit mm-hmm. because I mean, fuck the opening scenes like you know nigga getting head from his bathers like I mean come on huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This motherfucker. I'm just saying. Let's not jump into underwater. Cocoon. Underwater. <laughs> let's not jump into conclusions. Hey, look. Let's, let's not jump. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Let's not jump into conclusions. The woman was trying to do a job. The royal penis is clean, your highness. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. She's trying to do a job. That's what she said. That's what she said. Then said the royal penis was clean. Now he did take a side breath afterwards. She came from under the water so gracefully. Yeah, yeah, this is. Gracefully. Well, look. I look at it like this. Butt ass naked. God damn. I look at What you call him? What you call him, EJ? Can we just say she got big? Can we say she got big old titties and just go ahead on? Can we just go ahead and go old school and say big old bitties and just leave it alone? Just go ahead and move along. Like the size of that podcast sign over there, (laughs) (laughs) like a pizza dish. God damn! You ever seen them type areolas like a pizza dish? Nipple Oreo, boy. Yeah, make that. That's gonna that's gonna be a shirt. Nipple Oreo with the cookie. Both ways. <laughs> anyway, nah, but like coming to America, the sequel. I mean, I, it was all right. I, I like, I liked everything around it. Like I said, I like the fact that there was, you know, a majority black cast. That they they putting a, it's number one movie too, and I'm happy to see Eddie Murphy back on top in some kind of fashion or form. He's one of my favorite comedians. But it was a little bit of a letdown in certain areas. Like, in my opinion, I didn't think Eddie Murphy did a. I feel like his his role was it just wasn't funny. His role, was yeah. First I King wasn't funny in this movie at all. That was like damn. But overall, I think it was an okay movie. I would give it probably. I probably give it like a high five. Oh, a high five. Middle of the pack. Man. A high five. Good movie. Solid movie. Just didn't do it for him. Just didn't do it for him. 
I did like now the Wesley Snipes and Leslie Jones part though. I agree. They definitely stole the movie. Wesley they Snipes did. stole the movie in my opinion. Yes, time he was on he the screen. did. Absolutely. Um, but like I said, I mean, Eddie Murphy just wasn't funny in that movie to me. At all. Yeah, no, no. They, they didn't make him At all. that kind of character. They, I don't think they, they made I, him more of a serious so role who, on that one. So, yeah. so, so side question then. So who, in this sequel, who would have been the funniest person in this movie? Who would have been the funniest in this movie? I, I'm going with Jadell Jones. I'm going with Well, I got a better question. Who was the funniest person to y'all in the first movie? Oh, shit. Who was the funniest person to y'all in the first movie? In the first movie? Mm-hmm. It got to be... Uh... <gasps> Was I sent you a hard character in the barbershop? Yeah, no, 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 the characters no, no. in the barbershop, yeah, right, pretty, pretty much. Hey, the barbershop, oh, yeah. the barbershop, man. I'm talking about the one that was cutting the hair. Yeah, I saw Moon Luther King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he was the funniest one to me. Hey, that's that's to, what I sent you a hard. No, 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 that was Eddie. That was Eddie. That was Eddie that was playing that. that. What you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be eight dollars. That's my quote. Yeah. That'd be eight dollars. But. <laughs> you got the, the the reason why I say Arsenio not not really the funny, but he had one of the you. best lines. Mm-hmm. Like it was he wasn't even it was laughter mm-hmm. when uh when he said, Hey, it's Kuta Kente <laughs> and Arsenio buzz I laugh. Bro, if you watch that part, son, every time yeah. every time right. he buzz I laugh. I'm gonna tell you like this. I I no, it's crazy. I'm gonna tell you like this. Like in, that boy good. From the first movie <laughs> to the second one, Arsenio Hall did his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arsenio Hall did his thing. Yeah, he was the most yeah. stable yeah, but, out of all the characters. He, because he even said it. You was looking for the perfect wife. My ass was looking for the perfect vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Forty yeah. days of fornication. <laughs> Simi was that nigga. Simi was that nigga. I'm sorry. Dog, you see the club scene when and they the transition, way, bro? And, the, and how Akeem got? And how Akeem? Conceive this child. I am really not surprised that our city. He said a wild boy. Now think about what you said, right? <laughs> Simi, Simi was a Simi helped take down Samuel Jackson. Yes, Simi was a G. Simi was a was, can fight his ass off too. Yes. Simi had Patrice, boy. <laughs> Simi put that ran that G on Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> you must not tell a soul. <laughs> it's secret. Yeah, he was even the me. king at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, supposed to be a poor man. He went ahead and just fixed the place. Simi in the first life. movie lived that life. Mm-hmm. Simi, you Simi, told me to fix the place. Movie, everybody in the Zamunda hated his ass. <laughs> the guy was spit on his ass. I ain't gonna lie, that part was funny. <laughs> hey, that new character. I, yeah, that that was a new character. <laughs> but look, that was a new that was a new character. He cracked me the fuck up. That wish doctor cracked me the fuck up. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, bro, how is that preacher still alive after all the years? How is any of them alive? The barbershop character's got to be like 137 years old. 137 years old. But you know what? We talk about the hustler mindset on this podcast. We gotta give a shout out to a hustler on that damn movie. A real hustler. John fucking Amos hey, putting the McDowell's right. in Africa. And it didn't get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Think about this. What if Samuel L. Jackson, all them years later, came to fucking Zamunda and robbed that bitch? They got me out of jail, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me the money. Stop stalling. <laughs> that would have been perfect. That no. shit would have been hilarious. Like I said, I, I love everything about around the movie. 
Don't get it twisted. I loved everything around it. I just didn't enjoy it as, like, as much as I wanted to. That's all. But I love everything else around it. But, uh, oh, yeah, the DMX. Oh, man. So if y'all haven't heard already, by the time this come out, this is going to be kind of late. Um, we're recording this on a Saturday night. DMX, they say that he OD and is now in a vegetative state. So, you know, we grew up listening to a lot of DMX in high school. Mm-hmm. So, first and foremost, prayers up to him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, he can bounce back out of this. I don't know all the particulars of what's going on. But, uh. As uh, as OD. Uh, caused a heart attack. Okay. Yeah. And they're saying it, it, it was a life altering. Yeah, it's not. It's not looking. It was not looking good at the time. It was not looking good at the time. Mm. No. Okay. Like you said, we pray that it's uh right that he shake back and bounce through it. That he can come back normal and and uh, hopefully he can get the help that he need to. Right. Right. To get right, man. Cause like, uh, Shout out to DMX. Prayers up for you, baby. Prayers up to him. Hopefully he can bounce back kind of like, like Dr. Dre did from his aneurysm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dr. Dre for bouncing back from that, man. Yep. Hey, I, don't think the, I don't think the world was ready to lose him. I don't so think the world was ready to lose him. we're not losing DMX either. No. So, Correct. Um, yeah, so shout out to his family and, and shout out to him too. So uh, but moving forward... Uh, Anything else going on in the city that y'all want to talk about? Anything y'all want to promote? All right, shout out to Abundant Solutions. Um, if you guys are trying to get you know your credit cleaned and um you know get your um as far as like your taxes done, um she's kind of jack of all trades. Young lady named is Tori Jones, um aka my wife. You know, so <laughs> if y'all can, um, you know, you know, just try to support them um, over yep. at Abundant Solutions. You can follow on Instagram, on um, Facebook, um, you know, um, all all major social medias. You know, if y'all can, just 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 holler at her. And what's the name again? Abundant Solutions. I'm just making sure you get it right because you yeah. know she get it, she has a she has a habit of getting on your ass, but getting to get yes, the name right. Yes, <laughs> EJ, what you got, baby? Uh, I just was. Uh, we always speak about the hustling mindset, so we're gonna shout out some hustlers. Shout out to all the barbers in the two two five and the nine eight five area, especially in the New Orleans area. Uh, shout out to the DJs that we know personally, and shout out to the DJs all around the world right now. Uh, those are the epitomize uh, the true what the hustling mindset is all about. So I just want to give a shout out to them. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to a family member of mine. She ran the. Uh, First black dance school in Dawsonville. Her name is Miss Crystal Gomez. Okay. Uh, she ran. She ran. Uh, five three two. Uh, five four three two one. Oh lord, that's that terrible education coming out of me. Lord have mercy. Terrible education. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The worst in the nation. Oh, we ain't the worst nigga. <laughs> oh, we ain't the worst nigga. We ain't the worst nigga. <laughs> Uh, last time I checked, Higgins was still number one. West Jeff is not too far behind. We can go there now. No, 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 no. West Jeff number one. Oh, no. West Jeff number one the worst then? Nah, we oh, talking no. about. Nah, nah. See, if you was ever at Hoss Memphis Stadium, okay. a.k.a. West Jeff Stadium, we had to shower shit with other people. You know what I'm saying? But it used to go down. And every every school on the West Bank was real disrespectful because they played the same song. 
Or I bet they were. Everybody, and they would. Everybody did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. How the hell y'all play the same damn song? What the hell going nah, on? Nah, nah. We all the played, same band and everything. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we played the same song, but it was just disrespect because it was originally West Jeff's song, but everything in Higgins stole it. <laughs> that's how we gonna go oh, down. So, so that's, that's how, how y'all is, y'all a bunch of damn fees. I'm gonna go with Higgins had it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know about that. <laughs> sound like a he say, she say to me. Yeah, that, that, that sound like he say to me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but also EJ, don't you have a, a special somebody who had a birthday that you want to give a special shout out to? Uh, My big headed ass sister, Tanja Beauty. It was her 47th birthday. I don't, I don't think you're supposed to put that out there like that means I point. could care less. I know you could care less. You're going to die. Trying to see life. <laughs> Trust me, you not. Trust me. She knows how old she is. Trust me. I ain't Cram. too far behind neither. Cram. I ain't too far behind neither. She an old ass woman. I'm an old ass man. So. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, big dog. That's it. I've accepted it. Hey, shout out to Tanja Beauty. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh. April Fool's Day. She was born on April Fool's Day. How about that? A fool born on a fool's day. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Tanja for her birthday. If y'all need graphics of any kind, holler at your boy. Thick Eye Bandit. I'd be more than happy to put y'all stuff together for you, man. Quick turnaround. Best prices out there, man. Holler at your boy. He's right, been right, doing right. his damn thing. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. Seriously. And if y'all need an editor, digital services I also provide. You know what I'm saying? If y'all need y'all social medias hooked up, holler at your boy, Mr. Headquarters. I got you at Mr. Headquarters on IG. So holler at your boy. I got you. Um, also produce podcasts as well. So if you need any kind of editing on audio or video content, I got you in any of those fronts. So just holler at me. Or you can hit us up on our business line. 504-499-1059. So how left? Ain't no boost mobile neither. Nope. <laughs> it's a cricket. <laughs> 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 now that was episode 24 of the motherfucking podcast. Two On four. behalf of my road dogs, Tito Jones. Tell them what your name is. Tito Santana Miguel and Miguel the third. You heard me. And my road dog EJ the motherfucking DJ. Yes, sir. And myself, the thick guy bandit, alongside with the Ross Cloud Bumblecloud Jamaican. You know, Beanie Man, Mister Headquarters. Bumblecloud, you heard me. Oh no. We out to stay. <laughs> it's the, the motherfucking, motherfucking pie. You want to be a part of the motherfucking crew? Well, visit our website at Linktree. That's L I N K. Tr. ee forward slash the mfn pod and make sure you like download subscribe and share our content at linktree it's the motherfucking pod
right. <laughs> Where's Jeff Education?